This industry has been under fire ever since a famous book was published back, I think, in the 1960s, and it was a look at how the funeral industry works. And I'll tell you from experience and degree of fascination, because as I've told you in the past, I read um, essays by and poets, uh, poems actually, by a man who's actually an undertaker in, in New England. I have a lot of respect for people in this industry, and I think... You know, the number of times where they've cut a deal or done a funeral for free out of compassion for a family is is significant. So they come into a lot of criticism nonetheless. And now one of the things that is um, seemingly gumming up the works is just how concentrated corporate ownership of funeral homes has become. Here for some perspective is Vaz Bednar, News Talk 1010 contributor, also from McMaster University. Vaz, nice to have you. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I remember that this was an abiding theme in uh, Six Feet Under, because if you were a fan of that series, you'll recall, <laughs> the, uh, I think it was called Kroner. This company would just keep trying to muscle in on the family business, and they kept saying no. Right. And there's nothing wrong with corporate consolidation, right? And, and big isn't bad. However, I think there are some really interesting aspects of the death industry because on the one hand, especially how we're seeing consolidation in Canada, it's not transparent for the consumer. And usually when you're dealing with the funeral industry, of course, it's a really delicate, emotional time. So one, you might be working with a shop that appears to be independent. And two, your prices are going up and it's much harder, first of all, to price compare in the first place, but to shop around. So you're starting to lose that consumer choice aspect. And we see the margins in the death industry uh, growing quite a bit. Uh, over time. So it's something for, you know, nerds, regulators, consumers uh, to keep their eyes on, researchers too. Just how significant a concentration is this? I mean, like how many com companies and what is their market share? So uh, Parklawn Corporation PLC is the most popular kind of Canadian one. So since 2013, so call it about 10 years. Uh, the firm has grown from six locations to more than 304 across Canada and the U.S. Um, and that occurred through a high volume of tiny acquisitions. And because those acquisitions were small, um, most of them were too tiny to get reported to the FTC in the U.S. or the Competition Bureau here. So they're a little bit harder to detect. Um, and when you couple that with I don't want to get into too into the details about how the death industry is regulated because I want to seem cool and, and like I have hobbies. Um, <laughs> but there's often an arm's length, you know, component where members, industry members, you know, it's there's a there's a self regulating dimension uh, that can lead to some self interest. So, you know, I don't know, surf the web or for anyone listening, do you see prices posted online? Right? No. Um, so there's a lot more we can do in terms of, I think, basic transparency for people. And even that includes saying who a firm is owned by, right? Um, often with Park Long Corporation, there's often some fine print, and I do appreciate this, and it says a division of Park Long Corporation. Um, but I'll just round out by saying in their company investor presentation, you know, they're starting to brag about. You know, impending baby boomer deaths will provide opportunities for growth, um, and they have plans to continue their acquisition growth strategy. So, 
you know, it's just something, again, to keep our eyes on and, and stay as aware of as we can. Sure. Um, of course, they would argue, I'm sure, that uh, by concentrating, you know, having all of these houses or home funeral homes as part of one organization, they can bargain and get savings. But are they not passing those savings on? I think that's absolutely right. Efficiencies can be found there. They can be knowledgeable, they can professionalize, that's a great thing to point out, but no, it does not seem that they are passing on those savings to individuals. Now, they might also argue, you know, hey, Vast, we can't advertise our prices because we reserve the right to have sliding scales or price based on what we have uh, in stock, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that's sort of, that's not a necessarily solely a competition issue. That's just a basic consumer protection, consumer rights issue. And we have very weak uh, consumer protection groups in this country. At least that's that's my read. I'm happy to be wrong there. I'm happy to be proven wrong, but I don't, I don't think I have been yet on that count. Vaz, thanks a lot. Good to have you this morning. Thank you. Have a great day.